The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Fabala 5, our uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Thank you, everyone that has been tuning in and listening to the old backlogged episodes. Uh, our audio episodes have been kicking ass right now, guys. Thank you so much for everyone checking this out and listening to us. Um, I know right now they haven't gotten up to the Fabala 5 group in audio yet, but our uh, YouTube views are actually jumping up. I'm starting to small, see that small growth of trend and it is exciting. And I know that everyone that is putting effort into this and everyone that is watching this and I'm sure someone out there is sharing it. Thank you so much. If you want to do something really big for us that can really make an impact, uh, please head on over to the YouTube, give us a like, give us a share, follow, and then please go on, go on over to our social media, Facebook and Instagram. Give us a like and follow. Those numbers are going to matter. And then, of course, as always, whether you're listening to this to via Spotify or iTunes, leaving those reviews does matter. Uh, that can really help us in the long run. So I'm through with that. We do have some sponsorship from Oogie Games because of the podcast precinct. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let my players drop those in uh, sparingly throughout the episode. It's up to you guys. Apart from that, also, one last thing. You like us, you want to try and help support us, apart from liking it, you kind of want to own something that can uh, connect us, we have a Teespring. Got some t-shirts there. Some of our players designed those, as uh, well as a Fabala 5 one coming soon when we find a way to make it look as badass as possible. I know we have the bonus action hide, the warlock, and the dark side of the die up. I've been throwing those up on the overlays. Got some new designs going. So please check those out. Uh, get some merch and let's get into this. So last time we left off, we had some starting, startling revelations made from our players. Howard had quite a some time traveling to a distant land or place that he may or may not know of, may or may not tie into his character. Who knows? He saw a premonition of omen to come with a red comet streaking through the sky in one of his dreams the players went over to you guys had went over and met up with uh <clears throat> glim over at the spell swords uh collecting a cool little mace as well as some gold that he may or may not have uh Overly promised. And lastly, one of our greatest aha moments finally revealed is that our group druid has slowly evolved and begun his path into witch doctory. We pick up there the next morning after the players had stayed at the mansion and made their way throughout the town. Um, Azoth, you did collect moss for uh, Relias. 
from his alchemist uh, from his al- uh, alchem- uh, alchemist lab in the forest. Uh, you didn't find his assistant. It did look like there was someone that was there, but the place had also been looted. You don't know by who. You guys had uh, come back. You had come back to the town. Um, went straight back to the mansion, met with everyone. You guys woke up the next morning, and if I'm not mistaken, you st- we were making our way through or past Lady Luna's house. And I don't believe you had gone back to the, alchem- the alchemist's uh, shop, the uh, apothecary. So what do you guys wish to do? As you walk by Lady Luna's house and you see the guards now out in front have kind of posted guard. It looking like it's under a little bit more uh, secure. Oh, yes. Also, big thing, too. Um, When you guys had tried to go back and settle for more gold from Glim Puck, you found that Trail's body was missing from Lady Luna's basement. That was a big one. That being said, you guys are walking by our house. You now see uh, spell swords more of a guarded barricade against the door or by the door to make sure that it doesn't look like anyone is invited in. Do you guys want to do? I first want to bring up that we also got the mansion. The mansion was part of our payment. Yes. So we have a house. That was a big thing for me last week. Yes. I am so sorry. Yes. You guys got a house now too. Um, But I have no idea what we want to do here. You guys also have a mansion. Yes. Uh, Glim was going to speak to the high, co- to the uh, high, high council of Bryansfell to vouch as part of uh, payment for you guys to help bring, bring down the uh, spell siphons. Yeah. Now, refresh the viewer's memory because, I mean, I remember, but our people watching might not have. Uh, what exa- Were we trying to get into Luna's house last time we left off or what? We still haven't spoken with her. Um, I know this wasn't a focus of Remus's, but we wanted to understand more of what was going on with Jarrell from her side of things and see okay. what was going down. Gotcha. Is that pretty close, Azoth? Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, oh. well. We should probably find out, see if she's awake yet. It's been a little while. Um I also do want to pop my head into the uh, apothecary just to make sure that what I dropped off last night uh, has gotten where it needed to go. So if we want to swing by there, I don't know if any of you guys need to pick up anything, maybe restock up on any stuff if we're heading out. Um, Yes, I can always restock up on some potions. We actually ended up using the last of them this last go round. Okay. So we can uh, head on over there. All right, you guys head on over to the apothecary's um, place. You head on over to the alchemic, the, uh, the apothecary shop, and you see Relias uh, is in there working, a little hunched over, got his uh, graying hair, and oh, I thank you. I've seen you've collected the moss for me. Uh, did you find uh, Chakra? It wasn't anywhere to be seen, and inspection on the grounds appears that it had been ransacked. Ransacked. 
haven't been there in quite some time. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, do you by chance, could you tell what ransacked it? Definitely seemed like there was somebody in there who was looking through uh, notes and uh, whatever devices were being tinkered with. It's hard to tell what was taken, not knowing what was there, but definitely looked like somebody was there with a purpose. Purpose? I don't know. I'll have to make my way there to see exactly what was missing. Um, thank you. I appreciate this. Uh, and here's a little something for your trouble. Thank you. And he uh, hands over a uh, wrapped little pouch as a token for uh, bringing back some moss. I have uh, it's a, it's 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 kind of a, a little bit of a healing salve that I use with some of the moss that I've collected. Um, it's all about mixing in uh, these berries, and he starts to explain that it takes a there's a couple of magical berries that you could find in the nature, and uh, kind of let you know they're almost like a little like almost like a raspberry and look, but you can tell yeah. because the fibers on it are uh, bright purple. And you smash it up and mix it with the moss, and uh, you can use it to kind of like patch up in uh, almost like gauze on a wound. And it's essentially a uh, heal, a potion of healing, just a straightforward okay. one. Yeah, and it's uh, wrapped up in this like little like a, almost a, almost like parch like um, cheesecloth, kind of like wrapped up and like with a twine. You know. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate this. Uh, the the vial you dropped off will. Will last for a while for me now. Okay. Oh, and these are my my friends. They uh, they want to purchase some things. Yes, yes. Um, hello. What what can I do for you all? Uh, you guys notice that the shop is a little little uh, cluttered, full with jars full of different uh, herbalistic remedies of different types of mosses and ground up uh, powders and salves and you see some gooey smeary liquid. Uh, there's a couple vials with different uh, fluids in it swirling around. There's a whole counter that's uh, full of uh, jars of dead bugs and weird insects and stuff. What can I help you with? What are you guys doing? Well, what do you have for sale? What's your entire catalog? <laughs> The entire catalog. I, it's kind of what you see is what you get as he looks around the place. We have healing. We have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of poison, a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit of rare, a little bit of common. All right. Well, I will take, uh, how much are your healing potions going for? Healing potions? I really don't have any potions. It's more of this uh, mossy, ca- mossy uh, berry mash that I craft together with the mortar and pestle. Um, for the time it goes into it, uh, about 50 gold piece per, uh, per application and takes roughly about a half hour for me to make, to, for me to mix it up. That's for you also to know. All right. I have, uh, prepared, I could probably with enough co- components, especially with what your friend brought from last night, I could probably make about six of them. Six for 200, and you got yourself a deal. I'm sorry, but six would be 300. Yes. Yes, that's what I said, 200. 
Ah, you're funny. I like you, but not that much. 100 gold is 100 gold. That is true. What if I gave you certain ingredients that might help you along the way? With your like? Healing tabs. Um, like? I do have... I go into my little bag and I pull out these little weird-looking flakes. I hear if you mix these in, it could help with a hallucinogenic type of effect where if somebody's going crazy, it might help out with mental stability. Ah, would you be willing to, to, to test that out so I could properly believe you? Oh, yes. Here you go. And I hand him the little piece. No, I mean, by all means. Oh, no, no. I'd like you to test it out just so I trust it. Oh, I mean, I don't I know what totally this is. It out. No, you're fine. I could totally test it out, but you won't be able to experience what I'm experiencing. All right. He looks a little cautious. Doesn't want it. Doesn't want to reach for it. He's like, if it makes you feel better, I'll do one with you. I think you both should do it. <laughs> uh, make persuasion check. Yes. <laughs> Howard, I think that was your god. I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> Persuasion. What's my Did name? Remus say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, 18 Persuasion. His insight's low on this one. It's a good modifier, but it's just rolled low. Uh, all right. Takes, he takes a, one of the flakes from you. Waiting for you. Cheers, mate. Waiting for him. Okay. Cool. Okay. Now, I also have, and I reach into my bag as, like, I don't know how quickly it starts to hit me, but <laughs> the special blue sand as well. Oh, God. That I picked up from an ancient <laughs> land far away. Really? Please. I'm, will, I'm willing to part with a little bit of that for you if we can get all six of those potions for 150. The dream flakes are disadvantage on what is it on? Um, Complete. Yeah. No, all you do is you just see into the ethereal plane. Okay, the, it's the scene to the ethereal plane. Okay, yep. not for one fifty, uh, but he's starting to see. You can see his. He's looking a little distracted. He's like, it's like that scene in Deadpool mm-hmm. where he's like, "Wait, what's going on?" He's yeah. kind of getting distracted. Two hundred. 200, please. That's nothing more is necessary. Alrighty. You have yourself a deal. Okay. And um, he just, uh, he's looking a little like ditzy, like uh, goes over and grabs a pouch, hand you over, uh, or, or, or grab, grabs over, grabs a pouch, and uh, hands over a, uh, oh, wait, no, he has going to make them. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 200 as he's, he's he's trying to get just uh, confused and he's waiting for payment as he's looking around at these little shapes. I'll dig in my uh, little pouch, I guess, and pull out the 200 gold. Okay. I'll slowly set it on the side for him. Looks down at it quickly. Just he's got a uh, another pouch, he puts it into, cinches it off. Come back in. Oh man. I'm going to like five back out. towards five hours back, uh, while he's like staring off. Wherever. He's just like, he's just confused. Remus. All right. I'm going to lean into Remus real quick and like quietly whisper to him. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to telepathically talk to him because I have that. 
you guys see the shopkeeper just be like, oh, can I help anyone yeah. else? So I, Venus, I, this would totally be your time if you want to shop for something like those cool. Whoa, what is that? Sorry. Hey. Um, <laughs> yes, if you want to shop for something, just grab. This is your time. He's distracted. You're welcome. Wow. All right. Can I can I just kind of be like peeking around behind the counter? I want to see this <laughs> hiding behind the good stuff. Um, make it a investigation check as you're peeking around trying to. I would also like to be like casing the room for the good stuff. <laughs> like what he has on display, at least like the best looking thing out here. Uh, you'd be perception check unless you're going to start peeking around and start moving around. Are you just doing a quick like look around a look? Or are you starting no, I'll, to I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I'll be perusing the whole time Howard's talking to him. I'm just investigation. Shouting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he um, yes yes um, Azoth. He's like, were you? Did you need anything else? And he as he begins to like try to focus on someone that he knows that like he he knows you better than these guys, and he's trying to not be distracted. So I'll um I'll start talking to him and uh, say, uh, what was the uh, giant buzzing noise that I heard when I was at the uh, the lab? Anything ah. that I heard, loud buzzing noise. Giant bees. I wish I was being not as literal, but giant Earth? beans, big big stingers, kill you instantly. Would hmm. they call them murder hornets per se? I would um, call him a murder hornet. <laughs> I got a uh, 16 for investigation. I got a 14. 14. Um, you can see underneath uh, where he goes to like, tuck underneath the counter and like kind of uh, hang a, pack, a sack of money. Now, uh, there is just empty, empty glass bottles, almost like milk bottles, like individual milk bottles that are all dried. And at the bottom, there's this dry uh, red cakey material. But there is a about a foot and a half long tree branch of sorts underneath, tucked up to like uh, above where directly where he is in uh, front of, like right up like to the top of the count, like uh, to the top of the ledge, like or the the gap. It's his hidden shotgun. Essentially. I, like I that, thought yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's about a foot and a half long like stick of sorts. You can't oh, tell much more with that. You must get the stick. Alright, I'm going to cast guidance on myself quickly. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to make a slate of hand check to grab the stick. I'll say this is roughly not roughly, this is uh, the the counter in front of him. It is. Uh, it starts at the edge of when you walk in and goes down, almost like a bar style, and it is twelve feet long, like kind of deep. So you're the stick or the counter, the counter in total. So around the one edge to where the stick is and where he's standing in front of, it's eight feet away or so. Okay, can I like walk underneath it comfortably, or is there just stuff everywhere? You you could you're you're short enough that behind the counter you're hidden, but there is. The uh, gnome up. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, not gnome. He's a wood elf. Uh, there's the wood elf that is standing over there. So he is standing there. So you can make a stealth check and try and sneak by him. But he is standing behind the counter talking to Azoth right now. I'll go for it. Say, I'm also going to join in and help like distract him and keep his like attention solely on us. So advantage for, uh, for things. 
Sure. Yeah. 17 can get me there. Do you think you're pretty stealthy? You're pretty stealthy. You feel you feel hidden. You, there are moments where uh, being a pa- being a uh, patron to the moon has its benefits. Where moon uh, can cast great light in darkness. The moon has the ability to also ca- cast a shadow. So you feel the shadow from the moon uh, from the opposite end of the planet just kind of crevice and tuck uh, cover you just slightly more right now. All right. I'm going to try to take it. Make a slight of hand check. I will be adding my d4 to this one. Yes. What um, things interest you, by the way, Remus, while you're looking around? What things interest you? Um, what kind of things would? 22. Like, I'm Some looking more. for, like, magic things or, like, daggers and short swords. Not daggers? necessarily books, but, like, if a title catches my eye, maybe... Um, you see two daggers. Um, be, uh, one is behind Relias <clears throat> on a shelf behind him on the edge. And it's kind of about a foot and a half above him to the back. Okay. On a plain shelf. And you see it tilted. It looks like a uh, finely crafted just like a steel dagger, like a basic dagger, but in the palm of the, or in like the, uh, the cross guard, like a little bit where the, that would be mm-hmm. the hilt. Uh, there is a red a garnet. Hmm. The second dagger you uh, turn over and, and peek as you open up a, a jewelry box of sorts. That's got runes in one compartment. You pull out another one and there's a bunch of gemstones. You pull another one out and there is this, uh, collection of mushrooms growing Mario style with like the red cover, the red caps with a bunch of the little you know, white dots. You close that, um, pull out the next one, and there is a miniature dagger that's roughly two two inches in width and about an inch, uh, two inches long, about like a little like half an inch uh, width. It's roughly about the size of like of like an arrowhead. But okay. it looks like a, like a looks like a little tiny dagger. Huh. I'm gonna try and just sleight of hand that into my pocket. Yeah, make sleight of hand check. Let's see, wasted my nat twenty on that. <laughs> it was literally the size of an arrowhead. Like I'm going to take the box next, but I wanted to make sure I got this separated from it. Jewelry box is about. <laughs> it's like uh. About like a foot tall, half a foot wide, and you're just like pulling open like drawers. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, but I'm gonna yeah, put it you, in my backpack. You're gonna sat- satchel it, okay? But so this little airhead, you go right in a little pocket, tucked in right between some uh, padded of armor. You have little arrowhead dagger. Who knows what that is? I don't um, yet. Yep. Thanks. Uh, um, one moment. Can I attempt to satchel the the box, I guess? <laughs> satchel the box. Uh, make a really stealthy sleight of hand check because this is going to be a little more harder. <laughs> now, before, when uh, last episode, when you were given the 1,400 gold, you were given, 
I described it as like a bag of holding, but it's not a bag. It's not like a sack size. It's more or less a coin purse of holding. That's, you know. Yeah. So you're you're trying to satchel this like a normal sack. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to put this in like my backpack. Yeah. Okay, your backpack. All right, slide a hand that. Twenty-one. You're pretty stealthy. You feel Howard and Azoff got this. I could pocket this. I could, this goes in the backpack. Pull out, sling out the backpack. And the minute you go, you hear uh, Elias, excuse me, what would you be doing there? I cast prestidigitation and make okay. a rattling noise at the end of the counter farthest away from him. You mean thaumaturgy? Wait, hold on. Let me double check. That's what I was double checking. I was like, I don't know the spell, but I want to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire spells. Yeah. Uh, Quick fire cantrip. So during this come up during this interaction, while uh Finks, you have snuck next to uh Relias's legs. You go to sneak your hand out and you go to grab this are you grabbing it by your hand or are you doing anything else other than uh, I'm going to grab it by my hand, and then if I'm successful, I wanted to replace it with the um, broken short bow I got at the mansion, just so there's something still there. Maybe Love in it. your own style. I don't know. Perfect. You you, you go to swap out. Palm, you palm out the. Uh, you go to you palm it out into your hand, and as you just kind of slip over, and just set it there. What did you roll? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Easy enough. You flip it. And you go to pull it back, slip it in, and you creep out from behind the counter as Relias is completely distracted by the the ethereal little shapes. And he's trying to dissertate what's happening with Remus in the other end of the shop. Which it is, uh, I don't have thaumaturgy, I have (laughs) prestidigitation, but you can do like little sounds and stuff Little sounds? Okay. So it would be like a little crash or like a scurrying and crash over on the other side. Like maybe a rat or a raccoon had fallen. It fall oh, like over next to him? No, like at, f- further across the room. Because you said it was like a 12-foot wide counter, yeah, right? Yeah, 12-foot wide counter, yeah. yes. So like 10 or so feet, like... Yeah, By the door end. He's basically trying away to get from me. his head, yeah. yeah look okay. away. <laughs> Got it. Away from me yeah. too. Like we both looked that way at the same time to see what the hell just that was. Yeah, okay. So in the motion of Finks sneaking away from around the counter and the sound of prestidigitation of uh, this rattling noise of uh, a trinket falling, he quickly turns around and then looks around at some of the animals and he's like, oh, and just looks down. Ah, oh, what was that? Oh, what was that? I, uh, can, I, can I help you all with anything else? Uh, I have a question. Yes. Oh, Azov, did you have a question for your friend? Did you pot? You, you put the you put the chest back, right? No, it's in my backpack. You're gonna pocket the backpack, okay? Wait, what? You're you're gonna or you're just, uh, you're backpacking? I have, very, I have a very square backpack right now. Yes, <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> enough. You put it. Um. So I'm gonna ask him about the dagger behind the counter. Ah, yes. Uh, this is a uh, nice, finely crafted dagger. Uh I had purchased it from an adventuring group and it passed by here uh, quite quite a few years now. No one's uh, had enough gold to purchase it. 
I don't really uh, know what it does, but the gem is absolute. Uh, 1,200 gold for it. May I, not, not that I can't pay that, but may I see it to make sure that gem is real, sir? Can you provide the... Yes, why not? You've already spent some money here. Uh, and he grabs the dagger and hands it over to you. And it is a basic dagger with a gem. You can make a insight oh. check. I, I don't guess. really care if it is or not. Yeah. I actually, I just, I want to use it to make a deception check on him. Okay. And try and get a cheaper price for, uh, for how much it might be worth. Okay. Um, so here Go goes it. nothing. Um, sir, I, I truly hate to be the one to tell you this, but this, this gem is an imposter. It, it is not real. You've been duped. Um, and oh, sorry. Really? How, how, how do you, uh, how can you tell? Well, I am a very, I'm an expert of daggers. I pull out Kevin the ah. key knife. Ah, I see. I see. So I, I'm sorry to tell you it's not worth much, ah. but because you've been such a good friend to us and given us a great deal on these health potions as well, I'd like to... It's, it's for your troubles. I don't know how much you paid them, but you're asking fourteen hundred, and it's not worth more than a few hundred. I'll give you five hundred. I've I did pay uh, I did pay uh, about eight hundred for that. Um, it'd be hard to let it go for anything less, just for the pure fact of a total loss. If you if you like it well enough, and you feel that you could, you could put it to better use. Would eight hundred work? What about 500 and the blue sand I offered earlier? It's very exotic. Howard, Howard, no, he doesn't want this. Well, it is, uh, sir, I won't lie to you. I will will be very forthright in this because you are such a good man. The sand, it's not for everyone. I highly, highly warn you now never to touch it or have it opened in your presence, but it is highly valuable. And also... Very blue. rare. It is blue too. Curious about it. I I I, I warn I, you, sir, <laughs> you do not want to open it. Duly noted. I uh don't know what may be used up with it, so uh I'll call it. let's do it. Oh, Five hundred gold and, and the blue sand. It, uh, thank you. It enhances thank you, sir. your ability to perceive in a way. Or I, to I, a little bit more acrobatic, if you want. Sir, I cannot warn you enough. Do not deception touch. with disadvantage because you are you are peering off to the ethereal, and it is who me or you know, yeah. You took the flake, okay. yeah. So just with disadvantage, is he's yeah, but he's on attention. the flake too. Oh yeah, he's paying attention <laughs> to you, but only to an extent because he's still, he's hearing that. Remus and he's like, wait, oh, I'm, oh, oh, well, I kind of want it. But. Okay, I put down the five hundred gold for him. And Howard gives him the sand. Oh, I, hope. I went from an eighteen to a two, so plus seven. It's nine total. Deception. I, I appreciate the uh, the the uh, offer and advice of how to use it, but he seems pretty persistent. I will take it though, and I'll take your warning. There you go. Oh, thank you. Takes over, takes it, uh, takes the gold, and is like, well. Hopefully this you have a better home for it. And he hands you the dagger. 
Thank you. Thank you, sir. Now, watch. Howard, can you show him the, the dagger of the people we're, we're trying to get rid of, the, the, the cipher one? Oh, yes. And I pull so, out the siphon dagger. Now, oh, be careful with this. What? Do not touch that. Don't don't yes. give it to him. Just show it to him. He's... Watch out for those. Do not do not take them. It is they are very dangerous people who will try and offer them to you. Exactly. He's just he's just intrigued. It's like, all right, all right, thank you. Thank you. And he's looking off again. And all right, you have a good day now. I'm, I'm ready to leave. Uh Sphinx, Sphinx, did you find anything you wanted to see? Five hours, he says, just out of, he interrupting you completely. Five hours. I feel five hours. I'm gonna enjoy this and then I will make your solves. Yes, yes. Ah. As he begins to pull out the ingredients so at least he doesn't forget that they're out. Actually, while you're adding to that, how much for a poison vial? Poison vial? How dangerous? Oh, you know, like, I don't know what are your ranges that you have. It'll hurt him to, it'll kill him to... <laughs> Let's go to. It'll hurt the, for a while. Let's go towards the lethal side. Seven hundred gold for one vial. For one application. Okay. What about hurts a lot? <laughs> hurts a lot. <laughs> Hundred fifty gold. Just, okay. Hundred fifty gold. All right, we'll do that. He gives you a post, a little vial of. He goes, "Don't let it touch your skin, please." Oh, I I don't plan on it. Thank you. Um, 1d8 of poison damage when applied to a weapon or use. How many uh, applications out of that? It is uh, one, but it lingers as a uh, consistent every roll okay. for an hour. It's just going to be a son of a gun to get off. Cool, cool. Yep. And he's now bringing out uh, ingredients from himself to start mixing, and he's just like, I need to go lay down. <laughs> and he goes to walk off to his uh, room as he sees you guys out. Oh, I was going to say, he leaves us in the uh, shop. Oh, no, he, lo- he sees you guys out, locks. You can hear a click as he locks the shop behind him. Oh, that's a very nice fellow. Oh, what a steal of a deal. <laughs> I bet it was. Are we close to the house still? I should really just drop this off. Oh, yes. About like yes. a 20-minute walk. And I will, we'll, we'll be back. We'll meet up with you at the... Where are we going? Stacks. We're going to go talk to... Yeah, we're going to go talk to Luna at the stack. We'll meet you there. We will dash the entire way, I promise. Um, I would even carry things if it would help. <laughs> we could just say expedite. You guys uh, make your way to the stacks before... Uh, and Remus and Finks make their way off to their the little micro mansion again. And just are you just dropping off and booking out? I drop off the box. I keep the the two daggers on me. Cool. Um, and I don't know what Finks does with his. Um, I'm going to put the. I'm going okay. So the, it's a wooden floor, right in the the mansion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to count. Just say 13 floorboards in the dark room. Got it. Pry it open. Stuff's, that's going to be my new stealing spot. You can remember where that is. Okay. And that's where I'm going to So I'm going to hide that stick in there. Got it. I'll, I'll come back tonight. Phrasing. Sweet. <laughs> uh, you hide it, and 
think feeling that it is uh, nicely hidden, head out. All right. Uh, you guys start making your way over to the stacks. We'll say we're going to give Howard and Azoth a bit of a head start. You guys are at the stacks uh, making your way. Do you do any side uh, side tangents until you get there or straight there? I think we should just go straight to Luna. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so you go straight on in. You walk in through the stacks. Uh, there are a couple daughters of the, re- of the page reader reading books. There is a uh, dwarf with a darker skin, almost like a chestnut type brown with this uh, rich, uh, really just solid black hair and curls coming down from it. She's reading a story in uh, Dwarvish to a group of children scattered around. you guys head on over to where daughter Roland was with Lady Luna the previous two days, past couple days. And you walk in and she's in her robes and goes, ah, yes. Um, what can I do for you? As you guys come walking into the little uh, nursery room, Lady Luna's still fast asleep. We've come to check on Luna to see how she's doing. Well, she's getting better, but still out cold. No real signs of uh, of her coming back yet, unfortunately. We have a couple clerics praying to the uh, page reader to hopefully uh, extend this, this one's story and uh, conclude whatever chapter brought her to this point. Do you still have the necklace I gave you? Um, the choker. It was a passed on to the the elders. Um, but I can see if they're through with it. Why? Can you retrieve it and bring it back? Uh, yes, let me go see. Um, she goes off, leaves roughly 10 minutes comes back um i'm sorry but it was uh taken and sent away uh fast in the night um the elven elder uh was making a trip to the imperial city so they uh, brought it to be examined further hmm. howard thoughts hmm. I mean, Jarrell's been Jarrelled. Yeah. Do we just continue on and. Yeah, I suppose for now until she can regain consciousness and see what she knows about this, uh, this whole siphon ordeal. If there's anything else lingering behind that we're not aware of. She inter, um, Lady, uh, Ronan, uh, interrupts. She goes, I don't want to be rude, but I want to let you know that. I don't know how long she'll be like this. It may be weeks. I wouldn't expect an instant recovery. They wouldn't have rushed that choker away if it wasn't nothing. We don't know what happened to her. Well, do you have any way of sending us a message once she does awaken? Um, 
yes, uh, we can, if, uh, if I'm unable to, I'll make sure we find someone that can, uh, if I'm not, you're friends with Kelma, we, she can message. Yes. She'll send, I will, uh, someone okay. will have us retrieve her to, uh, to send you a message. Perfect. That would work. Okay. By your leave. Um, one more thing, actually. Yes. How much are you aware of the other uh, halls, if you will, of knowledge? Oh, um, we all do our basic study. Uh, what are you looking for exactly? Um, in particular, no. the what they consider the lost hall out of the Golden Sea. You see, I had a um, revelation, if you will, of sorts. And yes. I believe we ha- might have some business out there that might be connected in some odd sort of way. Um, well, the last, the last uh, <clears throat> known uh, taskers to that want that uh, went to and went in search of it. Our last transmission from them, or uh, our last uh, contact from them, was from their uh, journey into the ruins of the Great Sphinx in the Golden Sea. Uh, they were uh, trying to speak to some Afridi. Uh, that had uh, taken over and uh, had found some sort of aggression towards them. And unfortunately, I don't know if this was due to them looking after the Lost Hall or they stumbled onto something that just unfortunately ended their journey. But that's that's all I know much of that. The Lost Hall, it supposedly contained the knowledge before knowledge was a was existed. The great halls all pride themselves on uh, different studies and different schools of thought. The divine stacks. Um, we pride ourselves on the knowledge of magic and the study of the arcana and the cultivation of it with the page reader. Where the uh, the other halls all have their own take. Uh, the um, let me see what's let me get my notes on it real quick. Decide. I whisper to him, shower the sand. Crap, <laughs> um, my notes are downstairs. One moment. Let me see if I have them on my phone. I don't want to run down there. Uh, but we could. Search. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Danny new. Search. Go it's for it. Brought to you by Oogie Games. I'm going to travel, guys. I'll be right back. Six Military Road. <laughs> Uh, Niagara Falls, go check them out. They have all kinds of old games, new games, great games, games with notes prepared. Check them out, Oogie Games. You think his roles tonight are doing Chex Mix again or? Chex Max. Yeah, I don't know. Chex Max, right? Chex Max. Oh, yeah. it's different. Oh, <laughs> it's the same, but different. <laughs> oh, man. These are gross, by the way. These are not good at all. Jalapeno chili? Yeah, they're just... I thought they would be like uh, Taki. Funny. not. Huh. I would not never, recommend. I was going to say, I've never been a big I'm sorry, of folks. Mix. I usually have However, that. Chessex would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Back you to you, that. DM. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Usually I have that up here prepared with me. I did not realize that I had left that downstairs. Um, so, there are the uh, four uh, libraries. So, as she's saying... Um, 
the divine stacks, we focus on the cultivation and preservation of how magic is created and the divinity that comes from it and the halls of uh, <clears throat> the other halls of knowledge, such as Frag uh, Rock is more of the cultivation of the primordials and the four elementals that formed the uh, the earth at which we stand and more of this, the druidic earth study, if you, must, if you would prefer to uh, go in that direction. The halls of horror, as they're now coined, um, are from Bol Toder. Bol Toder is, uh, is a tragic story, ultimately, but contains some of the knowledge of lost craftsmanship. Um, they were a great dwarven-filled uh, library that had become too greedy with their knowledge and with their lust for it and power and arrogance. And a curse fell upon them. And great horrors and uh, lizard monstrosities now uh, inhabit the the ruined cities. Where the fourth, uh, the last, the lost hall is more of a taboo insights. Such as uh, your, for lack of term, Eldritch Horror. You see, I believe I was there. You were the sand! And I want to go back there. And as I pull one to my pocket, and I nod to uh, Azoth real quick, like, yes, yes, yes. I'll pull out a little bit of the sand. <clears throat> this was from there. And I would very much like to go back there. So any help I can get would be most beneficial to us. Wow. Um, that's interesting. Um, make an intelligence check on myself. Where did you get that exactly? Or how you said you were there. I was there. Yes. Um, um, you could say I woke up there temporarily. And it was located on a beach, right on the shoreline. Well, the only, the other, um, the only shoreline, a beach, I don't know. Perhaps there'd be more knowledge of how to get there in one of the other libraries. Fortunately, the other ones aren't um, as curated as properly as ours. And our knowledge is pretty locked tight and we know what we have here. I've never heard of anyone finding anything to bring him to the fourth one. I don't know how you would get there. Hmm. Perhaps the other libraries would unlock the secrets. Just for, What's up? Possibly just for reference, which is the closest uh, library to us? Um, well, Bull, Bull Torter is uh, the closest. I don't know exactly if uh, you would enjoy your trick well there as it's in ruins um we we do know that the adventuring party that had uh, searched out the lost uh the lost hall did at one point stop by there uh we don't know what they had found exactly they just had we knew that they were heading there and then they got lost in the golden sea um if you wanted to go to a proper library that wasn't in ruins 
the one on Frag Rock isn't bad, but it's on an island out in the sea to the west. And you, the journey there is not the quickest. I mean, if you were able to get the over, if you're if you were able to uh, get over to the uh, port, let me see. If you're able to get over to the west coast, see real quick files. Pull up my map, and I can give you accurate. I can let you know what ports she's going to refer to. If you were able to get over to um, Dastasia or Trutovia. Perhaps charter a uh, a ship, or I don't know if you're able to get uh, Drakterra, uh Perhaps even a a uh, airship could take you there. That'd be a little bit quicker, but the journey there is a little bit more difficult because it's the farthest city out that way. Um, the journey by boat, roughly from either Dystasia or Trutovia, probably be. Well, a month or two, about a week, a couple of weeks. Hmm. Okay. Well, I thank you for the information. We will uh, make a decision about this, but I appreciate it. Please do. Um, thank you. If you need any other help on other stuff, I guess you could try to ask me. I, my knowledge is limited on the loss hall. Okay. Well, I mean, you've been plenty helpful. I don't have nothing else at this moment. Okay. Um, other than uh, your, your shop's around here. I'm looking for anything that might sell a, um, say, a magical bag of holding of sorts. Um, I don't know if anyone's talked to you yet, but you do know that since this whole spell siphoners and cult thing has went under wraps, magic's a little bit tighter. And restricted, right? Have you not talked to anyone? Yes, oh no. Yes, no, I'm I'm totally aware. I just wanted to know if there was anything around here that could help us aid in that. Um, unfortunately not right now. Uh everyone's scared and they're cracking down on anyone parting with magic items. So if if whatever you've got, you better hope that you can make it last for a little bit now. Oh, okay. People they're coming down hard. And you basically kind of convey that with the taking of magical items for rituals and they're realizing this, you know, maybe those selling them may need to be like more strict. So hold on the magic traffic. Gotcha. She passed that along to you. Um, Well, if you don't mind then, uh, she starts to kind of just taken the daily clerical care of uh, Lady Luna, patting her down and just kind of cast, you see her starting to cast some spells of just kind of healing auras. Azoth, did you want to ask her anything else? I didn't uh, remember. No. No? Okay. So no. that's happening. Um, at some point, wasn't a lot that happened. Uh, probably as she's finishing up with you, Finks and Remus come trotting up and into the stacks. Is you guys see awake? me. Oh, no, she's not awake as of yet. And uh, from what they're saying, it might be quite a while. However, I did uh, have for them to message us once she is awakened so we can return haste. What do you guys want to do next? Well, I don't want to wait here much longer. I don't blame you. She, um, why don't we go outside? I don't really want to talk about this too much in here. Well, there's 
possibly ears. You guys head outside? Like, we'll head outside. You guys head outside easily. So, she did give us some uh, information about that beach we were wanting to go to. Um, however, we might have to go through a different library. So, it's up to you guys if we want to travel. However, it might be a few weeks if we want to go that route. Or if there's other things that you'd rather tie up around here first, I'm more than willing for that as well. Hmm. All right, we should probably have like the big uh, layout, what what quests we have going on out there. Um, so we kind of went over this before short-term goals. Does anybody have anything that's like close by to where we are geographically or on the way maybe to um, where we have to go to get to this other library? Well, we could always stop back at uh, what was the other place? Brinestone to collect our other payments that we have owed to us. Is that Brine- where the uh, prison was? Berghold. Berghold, Berghold. yeah. Ber- what did I say? Brinestone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brinestone is where Berghold. we're here. Yep, I'm looking at that one. Do one of you guys have something going on at the Smoketop Mountains somewhere? Uh, the, the Orc Spell did, but that's not uh, urgent for me. Okay. Then uh, Pax had something that might have been on the way there or through okay. there, but, but that doesn't that doesn't affect you. Because <laughs> if no. we go up to if we go up to Berghold, we can follow the river over to the Smoketop Mountains to get over towards uh, Terror or whatever. If we want to like try and court off that way, I want to say my thing was Barrel Pass. I, I got notes, so that that might be a little mm-hmm. out of the way. It was the Barrel Pass. Where's that at on the map? It's it's like South Smoketown Mountains. It's not really oh, okay. Exactly what we're looking for there. Hmm. I'm down with whatever. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay stopping at Burkle real quick, or we can just get going to the fastest way. They said there was an airship that we could have taken. Possibly, like uh, almost like giant, like hot air balloon type ships. So, so just that's a drug terror, right? I'm trying world to knowledge that would do that. Here, let me send a recent, uh, the most recent map to the group real quick. If it isn't uh, there already, so I'm pretty sure. Bear, I don't know if Barrel Pass isn't on your map that you're looking at. This one has it. And then also, Danny, just so to, just so we uh, to make sure it is clear. So what uh, the Golden Sea is a giant desert as you're looking at this. Yeah. Um, there is no black sand or any kind of uh, water source around that. So to like go to a shoreline that you may t- that may need to be uh, looked upon further. The black That's sand. Cool. Would Azoth know where, from being uh, in uh, Fibala, where the uh, hot air or an airship or whatever would be? I had Troctera and uh, Imperial City, two of the larger cities uh, that are more them? escalated. Would have right. them? Uh, they're so, not. Yeah. They're not cheap passage by any means. Sneak on. Uh, <laughs> 
Why don't we then head on up to Berghold and then over to the Imperial City to see if we can catch an airship? Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like it's along the way there. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We can even work our way on there if we want, or we can just dream flake everybody. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. All right. So you guys uh, begin and leave Brian's Spell and make your journey up to Berghold. Um, it's going to take up a, oh. take a couple days journey. I don't know if you guys want to make sure you, you guys ration up, get your supplies of just your basic oh. uh, needs. What's Probably up? Probably leaving right now. I mean, we That's still up got to you guys. From the, uh, the apothecary. Now, here's oh, the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we, we want to go back for that? Will he have noticed that all his crap is missing that you guys stole? Did you pay for it yet? Yeah, I already paid for our right. stuff already. Then you go in by yourself. Okay. And I'll go get my things. Wait for you at the mansion, then we'll leave from there. Sweet. Wait, so you're bringing your stuff you took to, uh, with us? Well, yeah, for leaving. I don't know when we're going back. Oh, it's such a big box. It is a, it, it is a giant. It is a. This is like a stand up jewelry type chest that you just. You don't need it. You just needed what was in it. What do you need to also- I guess I need a bunch of like containers then or like pouches. They're just gems. Just dump the gems in and let them clatter around. They don't need to right. anything. There is if one anything, drawer of gems and one dra- uh, and the one drawer of like gems of like uh, stones. There's a thing of mushrooms too. There's, yeah, there's yeah. like a mushrooms cultivating in the one drawer. Give the mushrooms. Yes. If anything, smell them. Actually, yeah, things here there. What you know about mushrooms, right? Yeah. What what is this? All right, I'm gonna. You guys are I'll, at the mansion right now, all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll look them. I'll try to identify them. Identify them. Uh, they are some basic fungus mushrooms. Uh, do you ha- are you actually casting like identify on it? No. Are you just trying to. Uh, just, uh, all right. Make, uh, make like a nature or med- medicine medicine. I'll let you go medicine or nature. Your call, because kind of medicine. depends on how it's taken. Alright, that is a ten. Um you're taking that these definitely probably would be a little bit dangerous or risky to eat. You don't know what would come from it. Uh you know that this probably there are probably healing properties that could this can be used to be mixed with other agents or solutions and chemicals and 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 stuff like that. And paste and mortar style. They won't kill you, but you probably shouldn't eat them like this. I can, I can experiment time. I guess I'll take take them out of the drawer and throw them in my bag in my bag too, in like a different pocket. Yeah. So uh are you just like pulling the drawer out and it's like a little drawer, it's about five inch five inches in by uh four inches width. You pull out sure. and there's all these little mushrooms all growing from the bottom from the drawer. I'm just I'm kinda like holding the drawer upside down and just like batting them in. <laughs> Smack, you see the mushrooms fall into your pouch. Uh you have a little side pocket off that you tuck them into. Kind of like your uh pocket bacon. Like so it's like yeah. it's separated from everything else type of a style. Yeah. All right, take some I mushrooms. Think- and that's, I, yeah, I empty whatever else is in it, the stones and the... Pouch of stones, pouch of gems, gemstones. Uh, say, rough, looking over the gemstones loosely, just kind of roughly, probably 25 gold pieces of gemstones worth. Uh, 
the uh, stones themselves look kind of like a smooth polish, uh, almost like skipping stones. There's six of them huh. just chilling there. Um, yeah. And then I don't know what else was, was, uh, I already had the arrowhead. Yep. Yeah. The arrowhead. That's pretty much, that's basically everything uh, good that you're grabbing from this. Some cobwebs in some of them. Yeah. I'll leave the box. Set the box in, in the one room that you were staying in. Grab the daggers. Cool. Yep. So add a, uh, you can just put a dagger. There's one dagger that's listed as an arrowhead dagger, mini arrowhead dagger. And, uh, a second dagger that is just basic dagger plus garnet. Oh god, I have to figure this out. Hold on. Add items. I'm not good at the internet. I'm sorry, everyone. I hate to blow the conspiracy. <laughs> the facade, I guess. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Okay. I'll, also, I'll also throw this out there. If we are headed to Imperial City... I'm sure there is some kind of wizard or somebody who's uh, well gifted in the magic of helping us return back here. So we could always set this up as our home base if we ever wanted to return back to whenever. Just throwing that out there as well. And most certainly, there be there should be a way to uh, open a teleport uh, teleportation tor- uh, circle back to it. Uh, probably would take some money and. S- Hiring someone to inscribe in a magic sigils for you, mm-hmm. but not out of the question. Uh, just have to find someone to do it and commission them. Okay. You have to find someone. Okay. Uh, Ricky, or while Remus is adding those weapons uh, and items to his pouch. How do I do that? <laughs> just write, write, it, write it in later. Write it down. Oh, okay. well, I'll add it in later. Yeah. That's hey, no problem. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna head up to uh, Glen Pack and grab the grab the potions and stuff. After oh no, uh, Relias. Relias, that's right. Relias, head on over to Relias. Uh, you can see him coming out. He's a little tired. He's brushing his eyes. Like ah, ah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, Man. you too, huh? Yes, I uh, was baking the potions in the back, and I realized so at the time, uh, the the salts and man, I was. Thank you. That was You're welcome. Some stuff. Anytime. Um, and he hands you over the six pouches uh, folded up just uh, like he had initially handed over to Azoth. Mm-hmm. And just for uh, sake of brevity, it's basic potion of healing. Okay. So you got six of them. Single-use application stuff. Yep. Well, good luck. And uh, hopefully... We recover from this uh, magic item lockdown. Just had a just had a spell sword stop by, telling me to hold commission. So we'll see how we do. Sounds like I got in just at the nick of time, then. Yes, you did. Um, just for reference, and maybe you can point me what exactly needs to happen for you guys to get off of this lockdown. Um, we basically need to find out what exactly happened. To the magic items that uh, we're taking originally. At least that's where, what they're telling me. Who knows what that means? Oh, and uh, they just said to uh, restrict who you're selling to. Who exactly told you this? Just the sellswords? Yes, uh, the guards that stopped by. 
official seal it all and it pulls out a bright up and it's just a kind of like by order of the brine spell spell brine spell spell swords uh halt of transactions of magic items above this classification so only basic bare minimum ingredients necessaries essentials are able to be transactioned over bare to minimum basic weapons yada yada essentials well i thank you very much i appreciate it and for your time thank you uh i appreciate the patronage oh, and, and if you ever feel like you need to relax again just let me know next time i'm in town and we will totally help you relax thank you thank you it's much needed much needed it's been busy especially stressful who knows where my assistant has gone off to i yes another worry for another day exactly i bid you adieu and i'll walk out all right you walk out with the rest of the group okay you meet up with the rest of them where are you guys going you guys meeting up which you guys making your way to burkhold yeah, so yeah, we can meet out to uh, Brookhold now. I do want to keep an eye out for any like checkpoints on the way out if they're cracking down on magic items in and out of here. I'm not really trying to walk through that. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're in the process of trying to figure out what exactly happened with some magical items that were taken. So that could be a possible other thing we could investigate later on if we decide or. I don't know if you guys want to just stick around in the city more. There's not much else we can do in here at the moment. I just don't want to get in trouble for the things that I have. Oh, I, I, I totally yeah, I, agree. Me neither. Let's, I think let's the, leave. the faster we get out of here, the better for us at the moment. We must leave. Yes. We must leave. You're at the New York, you're at the New York City Bridge moment in Cloverfield. We need to leave. Leave, leave the city. Uh, you guys uh, start making your way to the uh, city walls. Circling now. Um, make a perception check, everyone. Hey, I did the natural 20. Natural 20. You look up just for shits and giggles, and you notice that covering the city has now been a uh, magic layered dome, very faintly woven over the city, kind of to just intercept possibly anything trying to enter from the air. And you can see it all kind of encompasses around the city to the walls to make sure it's a defense measure. Um, looking up, you do see at the at the gate kind of uh, filing over, checking over uh, people coming in and out as like a duty station. Like it's uh, your favorite halfling uh, done up in her red and black Harlequin looking uh, flavored leathered armor. Hi. Hey. Uh, Fabella five is it right? She weighs over to you guys. It's Kelna. Where are you guys off to? Well, Kelna, we're headed north to Burkhold to finish uh, some business that we have unfinished up there. Ah! And then uh, make our way over to Imperial City. All right. Thank you. At least I know uh, kind of uh, how to get a hold of you. Um, had one of the uh, one of the daughters come over and spoke. Uh, looks oh, yeah, sounds like uh, I appreciate you guys keeping tabs on, on Luna. Um, she means she meant well, I'm sure, at some point. But, ah, Imperial City. You ever been there? Uh, no. Ah, can't say that I have. There's a lot to do. Place never sleeps. It's huge. Different layers, different tiers. And it kind of centers like a wedding cake. If you're looking at it from a geographical panned out view. I like cake. Ah, I bet you do. 
See, uh, you got a little change up with your face there, mister. What happened to the whole meditation? Nice old news. Old news? I like that. Good. No use uh, living in the past. Always moving forward. Well, nice. I'm glad to hear. Uh, well, I'll let you know when I hear from Lady Luna. Uh, you're going up to the Imperial City. Stay safe. And uh, you have that seal that I gave you, right? Yes. Yes. yes I totally have it. You know, I got another one. So please, for all of you, keep that. And if you come into any trouble, trouble, try and flash it. Don't do it too much. Don't know how much it'll do for you uh, time and time again, but may help you if you're in a pickle uh, with the guards out that way. I appreciate it. Good. Uh, any other parting words of wisdom before we head out? Don't die. Oh, that's always a good one. And uh, she just kind of, as you do see that there is a ch- uh, checkout station, kind of like, what do you got on you? Where are you going? She walks you behind past everything. There's no need to, they trust you. You've helped them out a great deal. Common public may not know and the uh, Imperial Guard may not know, but the spell swords take that into consideration. You definitely help them. Uh, bring them out. Well, uh, stick to the main road if you're heading out that way uh, or travel through the or travel your own way. You, I'm sure you guys know your way. And uh, like I said, don't die. <laughs> Half-heartedly, kind of like, please don't die. And walks off. Alrighty. All right. Um, let's see. We just want to take the main road or however we want to do this. There are, um, coming from Brian Spell, there are three. Uh, you are at an intersection. I don't have the roads on the map. But coming out of Brian's Spell, there would be a road leaning north, and then it tees off to the left and right, as well as a yeah. uh, there is a, this more of a, form- a formal road with the cobblestone, and then you see like a dirt path so, uh, that you guys had actually arrived on, coming from the uh, straightforward north, uh, veering off uh, towards Bur- towards Burkhold. Yeah, I was going to suggest following that one that we came in on. Since we're mildly familiar. Yeah, that sounds good too. I don't want to get lost. I'm, especially from not being around here, I'm not too familiar with this lands. Nice. Good. Um, so you guys have quite a few checks to make while you guys roll. Um, it's going to take about probably... You guys can do 30 miles a day, 250 square. It's going to be about a week's journey. Uh, normal, let's see, 30. Just real quick, crap. I can't math offhand. I'm going to crap. This math is not brought to you yet by Chessex yeah. Dice. However, <laughs> Chessex Dice sponsors us. Um, at a standard path, it'll take you roughly 10 days or so uh, by foot to Burkhold. I look back at the rest of the group. Should we have gotten horses? Or do we? No, I guess we're already out here. We're walking. That thought comes up like day three. <laughs> uh, um, so you guys are uh, on your way out for your first day. Let's see what the weather's like. 
It is a uh, fairly clear sky. The weather is chilly, uh, probably fall in temperature. Not snowing, not not that cold yet, but it is a little windy, bit brisky, a uh, little overcast. I, you know what? That's it. I don't want to roll it. I'm gonna let one of you guys. Want someone roll a d20 for me? Nineteen. Nineteen. Woo! Uh, okay, nineteen. Let's see what this does. Okay, it's gonna pull this up. Uh, along your journey, uh, it is beginning to get to the end of the first day as you're walking. And as you are all exhausted, it's been nice eight hours of just trekking along. Um, you've passed through a, a small little, um, little uh, area of treed, a little mini, a little wooded area. Roughly about size of two or three, uh, two or three hundred yards in length, just kind of deep in to your right. And you see there is some steam rising above the tree line uh, from within the tree line. But about 15 yards into the tree line. So, like, coming from the trees, but, like, 15 yards deep into it. I'll say this uh, wooded trees to your right. It's roughly 100 feet away. As you start to see, like, oh, there's a little forested area. And you see some steam of sorts coming from the ground through the trees. Uh, Must be a hot spring. I don't want to go that way. I don't want to get wet. I was kind of thinking the same too. Like, let's find a area, probably not near there, to start packing up here soon. All right, you guys uh, carry on with your day, uh, with your trek into the night. Um, it's hitting around nine o'clock. You guys getting tired? Uh, you guys want to do for camp? Mm. I don't have anything for. No, I don't. Um, I mean, I can take first watch. If you guys want to get some uh, relaxation, sleeping, and then we can uh, rotate off. We could do groups of two as well. I don't know if we want to do. I don't know probably two hours each would be good. Or yes, never mind. Mm-hmm. I'll go second. All right. Do uh, two-hour watches each. You guys kind of just trade off. Sure. Yeah. Um, I do want to try to attune with that magic stick, if it is magic. It is. Um, You grabbed a plus one wand. Cool. uh, I would also like to uh, check out the dagger with the gem that I had persuaded the fine gentleman to sell for cheap. It's a dagger. 
with a 30 gold piece carrot, uh, 30 gold piece garnet in it. He didn't know what it did. Is it a magic? Nope. It's a dagger. He you didn't know. My thing was a plus one wand. Yes. Uh, I think it's a war, uh, war, is it a war magic wand. Would it be considered? I think it's just a plus one wand. So it would be a plus one to your attack rolls and uh, I think damage is it. With the wand? Yes, okay. with, with spells cast through the wand. Cool. So it doesn't have any spells itself. It's nope. just kind of like a... Focus. Oh, cool. Like a I like it. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, spell casting focus. And uh, like this it. is like a... Uh, this stick is has this uh, oaky branch to it. It looks very raw and almost like a straight, like, twig branch. Like, there's been no carving, no nothing, nothing special done to it. Um, upon looking at it, though, throughout the night, you notice that there are knots in the wand, like, like almost like a tree branch knot, that look almost like cupped and spaced so that, like, you can put gems or crystals or something on it. Hmm. Have almost like a, but it's like a knotted, so it looks supernatural in growth. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, start carving my bones, copying the spells over from the spell sheets that I have into the uh, my bones as my spell book. Okay. You start begin uh, making some stuff. Um, what time do you guys wish to start? I'm assuming someone has got a fire going. Or... I have a question. Yeah, what's up? I have many questions. Please throw them at me. Um, so the, the garnet. Garnet, is it about garnet. the is it about the same size as the stones I took? A little bit bigger. So I could say pop the garnet out and put a stone in the slot of where it was. If you if you were able to pop it out, yeah, you could. the 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 stones that you would pop in it would be slightly smaller. I just kind of like wedge wedge them yeah, and push them you in. You could you could yeah. Um, you want to make a dexterity check. All right. Uh, to try and pop this, how are you popping in the the garnet out of the dagger? With my thieves' tools. All right. Would uh, make probably a like Kevin. It's not Kevin. It'd probably be like my lockpick. <laughs> probably my lockpick and Kevin. There you go. Make a sleight of hand check. Then, how dexterous right. can you move it in and try and wedge uh, oh, the thieves' I, tools? I believe. Dear God, I believe that I have to scroll down. <laughs> 18? 18. Uh, you, start, you start to lift and hook one corner of the garnet with this square cut to it and start to lift it up and uh, pry it with the, one of the hooks of the thieves tools. You slide Kevin into it and uh, you smack the pommel of Kevin and go and uh, unlocks the garnet from its hold. Pops out. There is a little inset on the side of the dagger. On the one side where the or there's like a little hole where the de, where the garnet was on the side of the uh-huh. dagger that you can now place another gem and kind of do what you wished with it. I will place one of the stones in it. Okay. Um, so you're putting one. You, so I just make sure are you put it with the gemstones or one of like the uh, skipping stone type. Like the skipping stone. Okay, types. no, my bad. Skipping stones were bigger. Those were oh, more. Yeah, yeah. I okay. thought you said gemstones. My bad. No, you're good. So is, um, is the garnet still on the dagger then? Yeah. Okay, garnet, You even if you pop that out, you pop it right back in. It's set. It's secured. 
How many stones do you have? Skipping stones? Six. Six. Binks, how many knots are in your wand? I don't know. Let me count them. Uh, there are two. Two. Looking over. One of them is smaller, about the uh, the circle of like a D20. And a second one is a little bit fatter, about uh, like a uh, half dollar, but more of an oval shape. It's like a squeezed oval half dollar. I'll pull out Jarrell's wand and look at see how many knots are in there. Um, you pull out Jarrell's wand, and his is actually doesn't have any knots. His is a smooth, um, nice carved uh, wand that is. Uh, it looks like it was chiseled with like flames coming up of it, but you see them being burned away, almost uh, as if the with each charge the wand loses more and more of itself. Remus, does any of the things that you have from the box match up to the wand that was under the counter? I don't believe so. I just kind of grabbed a box that had a bunch of random stuff in it. I figured I'd show you this, and I pull out some of the mushrooms that I found growing in one of the drawers. So I don't know if you want to take a look. I don't know if it's similar to like what you had worked on hit on with the gentleman but i found those i found a tiny dagger um what else did i find i found the other gemstones that are smaller than the one in this hilt uh, and then i found these six smooth stones i use two hands i guess <laughs> all right um i'll take some of the mushrooms i'll put them in my pouch okay you grab uh handful of uh, red topped, red capped uh, polka dotted you say Mario mushrooms. I don't know what you want to what you want to put them in. Okay. I don't know. Be uh, when you want to check them out and you can do your whole check them over at, le- at your leisure. Speaking right. of, uh, I also have some of these if you guys want one of each just in case and I'll hand out the little satchels of like the healing stuff uh, and give one to each person uh, just in case times get tough. Um, essentially heal, po- a potion of healing if you guys wish to add one. Um, all right, you guys do that. You guys disperse. Uh that has anyone got a fire going and campsite camp set up? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah we would have started up. And um at some point too, I would have seen if I can attune to I don't think I've said it out loud yet, but attune to Jorel's wand to see if I can possibly start using that. All right. Uh you begin to attune to it. And as you just during that attunement, you kind of take in the properties that, oh, this is a wand of fireball. There's one charge left on it. And as you feel it, uh, that kind of that moment that the magic item sinks in with you as the owner, there's a voice in your head that says, fool, this is not meant for you. <laughs> Please try again some other time as it loses its attunement towards you. Sad. You heard this in your head. I'm going to 
make you attuned to me and uh, focus harder. <laughs> Start to think. I'm being serious. This is not yours. Don't test me. Hmm. You take day. three points of fire damage. As the hand sparks, the your hands get uh, burnt with the wand as it goes, as it, it flares in front of you a little bit. It's fine. It's there, but you took three points of fire damage as it like shoots, scalding hot. You drop it. I'm just going to talk to this wand. I'm sure they're like, what the hell's going on? But uh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, well, fine, if that's how you want to be and play it. I'll stick you back in the bag. We'll see how uh, how you feel once I sold you for a copper piece. Huh. Uh, I'm going to try and figure out the arrowhead dagger too while I'm on my watch. Um, uh, checking this out. This is a finely crafted miniatured, uh, dagger. And you notice that as you kind of rub it over with your uh, finger, you prick it as your blood kind of soaks into it. It kind of expands to a dagger in size with your blood. What do you the do with that? You feed it, the bigger it gets. You'll have a broadsword. Uh, yeah, like what does it does it stop growing at a point? It grow oh grows into the size of a dagger, of like okay, a single, of a standard dagger. Yes. Yeah. Um interesting. How small is it when it's when it's little? Arrowhead. Oh, it is arrowhead size. Like head. arrowhead like 2 inches in width, uh, 2 inches in length and only about like, like an inch, half an inch in uh width. Just this little tiny arrowhead, like almost like for like a min, almost like a like an action figure type size, you know. Did we all watch this happen? If you did it out right by the fire before everyone starts to go lay down, yeah. I mean, well, no, uh, I, would, I don't I, know, I, Remus. I, I don't know where you would do. Watch. Where would you do no, this? You're, you're 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 watch? Yeah. So we'll say that you guys have done your watch, or you are in the uh, middle of your watches, or yeah. are we beginning those? Yeah, probably like in the middle of our watches. We cool. started doing all our individual stuff. Yeah. Okay. Throw uh, Howard, you started off with the watch? Yeah, I started off first. Uh, roll a d20. Twice. <gasps> Tell me the twice. lower. Oh, shit. oh, my. Actually, no. Don't roll a d20 twice. Uh, I need you to make perception check twice. That's oh, what it is. Or with disadvantage is what it is. All right. Seventeen. Uh, it is a quiet night. You guys have camped uh, far enough away from any of the wilderness and the trees. Um, you found a nice spot between the hills leading north. And you feel pretty safe and secured. Have a nice vantage point, And your watch is peaceful. You started off arguing with the wand. So that was a little annoying, but nothing yet. Your watch comes to an end. Uh, who's taking second watch? All right. Remus. Remus. So you did this with the dagger. No one else saw that. You uh, click it with a little bit of blood from your uh, hand. It kind of expanded into a full blood. What does it look like now? Like, Is it this detailed is, or like... Uh, this is a standard... 
dagger, just full on, like basically like your basic dagger. You do see that the blade is coated with a sheen of uh, kind of like your stat, your uh, scream slasher knife, where it's got like the blood like gooed up by the edge of it from presumably okay. where you pricked. Huh. All right. So if I just leave it there, how long does it take for it to like shrink back? It does not shrink back. If you're just you're just what are you doing? Just setting it there and watching? Yeah. Just sitting there. You gotta bring it out. You gotta what? Bring it out. The blood out. <laughs> I'm not trying that, no. <laughs> like, a, like a trumpet, you got to open up the spit valve and drain it. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, just, um... <laughs> oh, no, so the blood is on the actual blade. Not yeah. like in the blade, but like it's on the blade. But it has that like that like goopiness of your tacky slasher film. Okay. Yeah. What, if, what happens if I just like go over to a log and wipe the blade off on both sides? Wipe the blade off on both sides? shortens down you see uh wiping the blade off on the log you see that the uh spots that you kind of clean the blade off it starts to kind of uh wither a little bit not a lot but just slightly interesting awesome i'm gonna put it in my tiny pocket yeah pouch it there you go all right. Um, did you roll a perception check with disadvantage? Because you are checking out your own stuff. Uh, oh, God. I forgot what my number was to add. Eight. Eight. Uh, there's a bit of a mist that kind of starts to roll in around one o'clock at night clings to the ground of the hills as it kind of rolls in over you guys a little bit, but stays outside of the camp. Uh, Nothing too weird about it. Could just be, you know, nightly condensation. You don't hear no noises or anything come from it. Mm. All right. right. Uh, Who's taking third watch? Who are you waking up next? I'm waking up Azoth. Yeah. You're waking up Azoth? Yes. All right, you wake up Azoth. Perception? Uh, perception? Do you do anything while he wakes you up? Uh, no. Is, is it just like a, all right, I'm up, just kind of like tag out? Yeah. All right, perception, uh, straight straight uh, roll. The fog still is uh, loosely in your air, in your general area, not into your little encampment. But you can see it kind of you know, a couple of yards off from where you're at. Natural 20. Natural 20. Plus 7 if you're adding the modifier, but nat 20. You hear in the distance a... You actually also feel it, a... <laughs> far off in the distance, and you hear a loud... <laughs> echoing it. Uh, the thuds of giants. giants or something far off, but close enough to hear it or they're large enough for you to hear them if they're far. 
Anything else until uh, you wake up, Finks, for the morning? All right. Wake up, Finks. Finks. Uh, let me see. Let me see if the fog is gone. Fog is still lingering around. It's now uh, roughly 5.30, 6-ish. Uh, letting everyone who to kind of keep watch as whoever did the other watches can finish up their nice long rest. Make a... Did you check out your wand before you went to bed or is when you're checking out now? Um, you tell me. I don't know how much time it takes. If, if it's quick, I would have done it before. If it takes some time, then I'd be doing it right now. It'd be doing it now then if you're okay. uh, trying to attune invest with it. Are you attuning to it? Yes. Yes? Okay, yeah. Then it would be now. Um, disadvantage perception checks. Okay. All right. Still a three. Plus three, so six. Um, mist starts to fade away. Uh, it's a cold morning, a little more chillier, but otherwise calm morning so far. You begin to hear the uh, the noise of wildlife start to perk up, and you hear critters off in the morning beginning their date their morning hunt. Fire is starting to go low unless whoever's been waking up has been stoking it again occasionally. Um, some point, I'll say you guys wake up on your own accord. Next morning. It's the first night you guys haven't slept it, uh, in a bed, I think, mm-hmm. in a while. Mm, look at that sunrise. Disgusting. Working <laughs> a good night. Oh, let's get going, everybody. Hey, uh, Finks, I don't know if since you have that wand, maybe you might want this piece of twig, and I'll hand him Jarrell's wand. It um, apparently has no use with me. I literally just throw it on the floor. I don't want anything of his. Throw it, yeah. Well, then I'll go scoop it back up. I might be able to save it for something <laughs> <laughs> and put it back in my pocket. All right. Pocket it. And maybe maybe uh, Azoth can use it, but I don't want anything to do with Jarrell. It's understandable. Uh, Azoth would just perfect. Let's make some money. <laughs> shit, one copper. Hard making. <laughs> no response. Uh, no. Uh, all right. So you guys are just going to make your way back up to Purple still. Um, let's do that. Was your first night? Uh, just to kind of expedite it, let's do a couple survival checks, a couple travel checks, and. Will RP any breaks or stops that you guys want to do on the uh, real, real quick, um, before we leave, I want to cast Pass Without a Trace on the party. Um, okay. Kind of from site to site. Okay. It only lasts an hour, but I just figured it'd be good to do it after we stop or, you know, kind of maybe as we're approaching uh, camp for the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cast Pass Without a Trace in the morning. And with the lingering, uh, just uh, with that. This is a time of morning where you can see the moon off on one horizon. You see the sun rising on the other. And with the last uh, visit, with the last sight of the moon that you see, you uh, call to her and you feel that she's cast a bit of a shadow to help alleviate your uh, sight on you from whatever may be watching. Feel a little bit more stealthier. So are you guys traveling at a stealthy pace, a regular standard pace? Are you trying to expedite and try and just run and just, are you Lord of the Rings? Are you Lord of the Ringing it with, and just running over mountaintops? 
or how fast? What are the what's everyone's Oregon Trail grueling pace? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say probably just a regular pace. Okay, so then it will be a rough, it'll be uh, ten days. We'll say for travel. Um, make someone helm a survival check. If someone wishes to assist it, if they're proficient with survival, please. Or I'll let you guys both make individual ones. I got three. I don't know if I'm any good at this. Definitely not me. I got a yeah, ten. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you roll it. Yeah. Yeah. My God. You start to uh, follow this path for four or five hours, and it begins to split into a Y shape. Uh, going left and right. Uh, looks like there is just uh, rolling hills in front of you where the path kind of splits at. And uh, one path goes along the wooded area that you were, it has the wooded areas off to your right kind of following you and hooking around from those trees from where uh, that steam stuff was coming. And off to your left, you can see uh, it gets a little bit rockier as there is a uh, as it as it the the path leads more to an elevation of a chasm where kind of you can see that a there's a split and like a small canyon that's created a little valley with a roughier broken uh, uh, foundation and a kind of ledging. Which way would you guys want to go? Would we have remembered coming through the wheel wagon, like the terrain and stuff, if it would have been along the trees or? Uh, make a history check. Okay. Ooh, nice. Uh, history. 20, not natural. You guys had traveled amongst the trees. Granted, it was dark during this point. So. You don't know what troubles may come from this or what was out there being seen. You guys did have your back to it mostly, and it was dark. So you guys did come from that direction. Are there any, like, um, like carriage tracks? You know, we got pulled there. You know, maybe this is a road that they normally take back and forth. Make investigation checks. Looking around for uh, wheel trackings. Uh, 16. So any travelers on the road near us? Make perception check. You don't see anything in the media. Just quick look around. So let's see how far you can see with the look. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you don't see anyone uh, close to you guys. It looks like there is a figure far off in the distance uh, to the path on the left, up the hill, far off, and they're small. Okay. You just kind of like see a silhouette of a humanoid shape as it's. Uh, kind of sitting far uh no two hundred yards up and around and you really can't make out they are um you're looking for tracks you do see there are wheel uh wagon tracks coming from the path on the right i'll put those out okay yeah if i'm not mistaken i believe we were following the path near the trees so so we just go this way and continue on? Is this the way with the um, the person? No. The other way. There is the, uh, the figure is far up the path to the left, a far distance away. All you can see is a uh, humanoid shape. 
just kind of sitting off he's like walk- off oh, to the he's side. Sitting. It's more okay. of less sitting, just kind of looking off, and you, you really can't disdain any details. It's just so okay. far, it's just that small. Cool. If you want, uh, you can make uh, checks and move closer to it and go in that direction, but it's your choice. Yeah, we can continue on the, the woods, right, guys? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go make that Pegasus money. <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, make your way to the pass of the right, and I need someone to roll the d20 for me for this day. 15. 15. Um, along the travel, uh, the wooded forest to your right uh, starts to clear off after a couple miles of walking. It clears out, uh, not realizing how deep this went in when you were coming up from it from the other side of this, uh, this woods. And it breaks off and into a clearing with overgrown uh, tall grass. Almost like uh, just a field of stalks of tall grass sprouting up, covering, and just opens into this clearing. Make perception checks as you guys start walking along it. Noticing that uh, the hills to your left have now kind of turned into the same uh, tall grassy field. 11. 11? 12. 12. 21. You see some you see something in the grass moving, but you can't just uh, tell what it is. You can see the grass shifting as something's running uh moving like throughout it, but it's in a zigzag pattern and then it stops every so often and now kind of watching you could see something is kind of trailing you guys from within the field to your right. Should we confront this thing, or? I really don't like things following me. I don't either. I'm not a big fan. So we're on a path, and there's tall grass to the side of us, and that's where we're noticing the movement? Yep. You can see tall grass to your left and right. Tall grass is uh, roughly three feet tall, so it's up to about your waist or so. Um that it uh the tall grass doesn't come straight up to the path. Your path is ten feet wide, and then there is like a two foot uh just gr- like trimmed grass off to like dirt path or not gr- trimmed grass like dirt pathing, and then the tall grass starts. It's is it a three feet dry tall? Grass? Yes, like tr- like uh dry grass, like uh, stocky. What's up? Can I light a torch? Do you have a torch? Yeah. Yes. I'm okay. an adventurer. Yeah, like you, you lit a torch. All right, and I kind of keep it near the grass. Not not enough to set it on fire yet, but okay, it's in there. Um, okay. I I cast um, minor illusion for a sound that will startle whatever is in the grass to get it to move, maybe within sight, so we can see what it is. Um a predatory sound of some sort, like a, uh, uh, like a 
Anything specific that you want? Like a like a like a wolf? Sure, yeah. Like, yeah, like a wolf howl. I was gonna say if you, I can, I'll do like prestidigitation on another side to try. We're trying to get it to come to us, right? Just to come out so we can see what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you you hit one side, I'll hit the other side, and we'll try and hurt it. Yeah, funnel it in with things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, both of you make deception checks with uh, make deception checks. Add your spellcasting modifiers to it. Cool. You do prestidigitation. Is that a uh, how do you get that? Is that from flaming, right? It's a cantrip. Yeah, it's from my bloodline. Yeah, yeah mine's a cantrip as well. Uh, add your charisma then. I th- I'm pretty sure charisma is your uh, modifier for that. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Oh, so nineteen. Nice. Um, with uh, you guys soon hear dual howlings of oh, from two sides of this field, as this uh, you now you now Azoth watching uh, a bead in the field where you see it starts to scatter. And start to shoot out and run in your direction. It is 50 yards away from you guys. And it is now trailing out shooting in this direction. As the noises start to kind of herd it. And funnel it towards where you guys are. And shoot it towards the field. Um, You see the. uh, It start to pass down. uh, Or the the tall grass starts to be pushed down. Pushed down. Pushed down. As you see a. uh, A lizard like creature stick its head out covered in uh, vibrant feathers that has uh, that is bipedal with two legs and two shorter with a snout looking head is covered in feathers and chocobo (laughs) <laughs> um, it, like, no, it's more of a think of a Velociraptor in appearance. That's kind of what I thought of. Yeah, mixed with like I some other shit. Yep, with like feathers. Uh, it's almost like a think if you took the Velociraptor and you dipped it in a pool of fey magic and just what would this look like? And it's like a Velociraptor with um. Like feathers growing out of it, and its arms are winged, almost like a uh, little bit more thicker wings. It could possibly take off flight if it wanted to. Maybe um, it is. Uh, its legs are covered in this uh, beautiful, like dazzling, bedazz, like glitterful uh, uh, pattern of uh, feathers that kind of are. They're, they're like purple and pink with streaks and lines of like golden feathers sporadically f- uh, put around it. Is it being hostile towards us? No, it's more of just, it's scared. Okay, I'm in love with this thing. This is the coolest animal ever. It is uh, <laughs> two and a half feet tall because it is smaller than the tall grass. Two. Can I make an animal handling attempt to pacify it or to make it not afraid of us? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. I can see the natural 20, but it, just a little little to the side there. So I got a five. <laughs> uh, you you can put your hand out to it and uh, 
kind of start doing a clicking noise to try and emanate his urgh. And it rears back a little bit at your uh, little uh, goblin clawed hand, kind of reaching out to it. It kind of looks back a little bit. Not necessarily scared, but like, looks around. And it kind of starts to like back itself into the into the field a little bit. Uh, curiosity is overcome. It's the instinct of fight or flight. And it's kind of looking at you all, kind of peeking its head out from between the field of tall grass. Does it eat mushrooms? So I'll throw some on the floor. I got some. It, uh, it, you can see it from within a little bit of from the, gra- from the tall grass. You can see its arms go <laughs> as you see feathers kind of scatter off of it and this dust material kind of fall from like almost like a dandruff effect where kind of like where it fluttered its one of its uh, arms that kind of popped out of the tall grass, this little like uh, sparkle dust kind of f- fall from its arm. Am I close enough to collect some of the dust and any feathers that fell off? You could, but you may stare it a little away. Uh, it's, uh, this creature is 10 feet from you guys. Right. Um, I'll reach in and grab whatever rations I have in my pocket out. Yeah. Because I kind of put it in my hand out for him to be able to just kind of like eat from my hand if he can. Uh, yeah, I'll case uh, shape water and do a little uh, pool of water down that he can like drink from or something. All right. Uh, whoever wants to throw, uh, give animal handling with advantage. I'll let someone take it. Um, mine's not the greatest. I don't know how yours is. Uh, mine's really good. Yep, uh, you take we'll it. go with a 20, please. There you go. Easily. You coax this uh, winged creature kind of popping out, and you see its uh, furry legs that it has a uh, three-pronged kind of almost like chicken feet sticking out from below this packed stalk of bushy feathers. They're super colorful and the uh, colors match its whole coat. It's this mix array of yellows and, or not yellows, uh, pinks and purples and magentas uh, and little speckled feathers of gold uh, sparsely up at its top, but more packed on its legs as it kind of just, kind of like uh walks its way over with its kind of like predatorial ish caution starts to like go at your uh hand howard for a little bit of food um its mouth has this little snout with a lot of little tiny uh nibbly little tiny little little prickled teeth um like if like you would see like a dinosaur like a velociraptor mouth like little 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 tiny ones as it's cautiously kind of like biting and eating out of your hand this little this mouth is and it looks, it's, uh, pokes his head over to the pool of water that you are holding and shaping for it and just dunks its entire snout into it. And you know, as it sucks the water completely dry. As it does its purring, just kind of just as it's looking and poking at you guys, kind of like looking for more food as it begins eating more of a ration out of your hand, Howard. Yep. You guys wish to do. I still want to collect any. Uh, I don't want to pluck him off him, but anything that we had fallen off from his. Uh, yeah. Thing, any feathers and dust or whatever. I want to grab a handful of it. Um, and add it to my pouch. Nice. Uh, 
you pull out some some of the feathers on the ground. They're out uh, six inches long. Nice, uh, super soft and super slick. Like very uh, feltish or not felt. I'm gonna look at the suede felty. Really nice, uh, soft. Like if you were able to get a lot of these and kind of like pack this like with a mattress, like this is like goose down feathers. Like these are going to be, these are like top tier probably. But uh, you definitely detect a little bit just from your recent kind of spurt of arcana. You're, you can feel just a little bit of arcana rating aiding from this. Um, you don't know exactly, can't pinpoint exactly what specifically is from these feathers, but these seem a little bit of uh, this creature may be magical. You're ascertaining from it. Um, make looking over at the dust below where it had furled its wings, you see that there is this little uh, shimmer of glitter that's been kind of mixed with uh, dirt on the ground. If you want to scoop up the dirt with the with the powder type stuff, yeah. Um, and it's got this like almost like this like almost like a white glitter dandruff with uh pot mixed with this uh pouch with or with this dirt and you kind of scooped in your pouch can i can i try something a little weird here yeah try it please my disguise self uh spell okay i'm still gonna be myself but i just want to change kind of my clothing and armor to be matching the feathers of this thing so i'm still finks but i'm just changing my clothing to kind of like flourish and kind of make it look uh kind of imitate what he looks like and then i want to take some of that gold dust and dirt and just kind of like try to smell like it okay See if that... um, also i'm gonna put my torch out because i don't want to okay. start a forest fire <laughs> thank you i'm glad uh make a constitution save for me All right. as you go to pout as you go to pat this uh, gold glitter and dust and kind of around your face to try and take the smell. 19. Um, you begin to feel a little drowsy and uh, you could go for another <laughs> nap and you're like, oh, no, I just took a nap. We just started our day. You kind of brush it off a little bit. Um, but it, uh, the creature kind of looks you, kind of like starting to like rub up next to you, trying to like, See if it can uh, kind of like almost like an animal kind of like feel up and see if it can kind of uh, rub off its scent on you too to try and ascertain and pull from yours. I, I imitate them. Cool. It is uh, it uh, is pl- a little bit more playful now and backs up and kind of rears its head down and uh, looks like it's going to pounce at you playfully. Okay. I'll, I'll let it. I'll, I'll, I'm playing along. Whatever he's doing. Uh, it pounces at you. It's uh, hands that have like these little claws on it. A little bit to come after like almost like a little paw, but like like a puppy kind of like pawing at you. Comes at you. Uh, do you want? Do you attempt to make a deck save as it pounces? No, I'll let it hit me. No, pounces on you. Uh, it uh, lands on you, knocks you on your back, and it is nuzzling its head into you, kind of like trying to butt your forehead softly. And as it does, it's brushing its arms up next to your face. I need you to make another constitution check. Uh, save for me. That one is a good old natural one. Passed you out, guys, dude. You see him go, <laughs> thanks. Uh, you go to play with this little crit- critter, and as it jumps on you and you start to nuzzle with it, like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to wrestle. And 
you feel it uh some of this dust from its under underneath its uh wings start to like get up in your face and you start you feel tired and you're out. You guys see things pass out as this it's creature kind of, raptor. Like, it just small it just steps off back and she goes kind of just nudges you. You're out um four. Roll a D four for me. I'll let you roll it. Four days. All right. Um, I rolled a one. One? It is one hour. Okay. Here's what we'll do. All right. Uh, look at Remus and Howard, and I say, guys, we should probably get moving. I kind of like whatever this thing is. Should probably name it. Never I'm going to wild shape Never into it. Throw Finks on my back. We'll see if... Uh, Vicky the Velociraptor here follows along with us and uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it as it is, but maybe if it's got a companion, it'll kind of walk with us. Can you guys, uh, you know, lead the way if I'm a Velociraptor carrying Finks on my back? Oh yes, by all means. It should be fun and interesting. <laughs> I want to wild shape into the Velociraptor thing and um, have them throw Finks on my back and we'll still continue on our path until, uh, he wakes up and the wild shape wears off. And I love how Howard is like I'll put so polite, but just so like, yeah, whatever. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like the most nonsensical <laughs> plan ever. It's so great. Love it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll put Finks on Azoth's back and then motion towards Vicky the Velociraptor. Come now, Vicky, you are our new fifth member of the Fabala Five. Let's go. I'm kind of like trying to uh, see if uh, Vicky Right. So you turn into this creature that uh, is Finks. How much do you weigh? Because you don't uh, have you don't have heavy armor on, do you? I'm like thir- I'm thirty to forty pounds. I'm wearing uh, studded leather. I think I'm, I'm in light armor. Um, if that matters. Having I'll say this one. So Azov, as you shrink into this two foot, two and a half feet tall, um, fey feather coated. Velociraptor, for better terms, um, to imitate Vicky. Do you look try to look the same color wise and everything? As you, yeah. Okay. Well, um, hold on. Go on. Are are when it comes to like ducks, guys? What ducks are are the female ducks? The duller ones or the brighter ones? They're the duller ones, I believe. Yeah, the males are the colorful ones. So yeah. if. If uh, Vicky is bright, I'll be the opposite, like dull version of it. Clearly, so, I'll try and uh, imitate the opposite gender of the. Uh... Great, this is fun. All right, um, you shrink I'm in. Whistle at Vicky as well to like <laughs> point over at uh, Azoth. It looks at you curiously, uh, just puzzled a little bit at the whistle noise, but. Uh, you, you did feed it, so it's kind of looking at your hand still cautiously, kind of like, you offered food, so it's kind of looking at you for more food. Uh, it is going to... Now it's distracted. It's looking at food, and it looks over uh, now at the newly formed creature next to it, as it looks put back a little bit, because this looks significantly different. Um, with the muted looking colors, are you just like a solid base color, or are you trying to be muted and still colorful? Yeah, just like just like tone down a notch. Like, okay. 
Yeah. Sweet. So like the muted toned down colors, it uh, looks puzzled. So curious by what it is. But I'll say uh, as Finks gets set on you, it feels a little hard, a little heavy. And your speed's at 25 while carrying him. So if you guys are trying to walk all together, you will notice that uh, Azoth as this little velociraptor, it is uh, trailing behind you guys. And you see that uh, as you all had begun walking off, following roughly behind Azoth for half hour now, is the Vicky, the little uh, fae velociraptor, kind of just trailing and at times perking its head up and looking off into the field that continues to stretch. Every now and then, it may run in to over a little bit, run back out, following around behind you guys. Not coming up close enough yet. About an hour into this, she is... uh, this uh, little, or not she, this uh, fae philosopher, this little thing, a uh, creature pops off into the tall grass as it perks up noticing uh, that the one creature riding it is beginning to wake up and thinks you wake up and uh, you are, you, you feel the, like, uh, uh, <laughs> you feel movement as you are riding on a very similar creature. Looking down, you're like, oh. Uh, all right, I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> this is clearly not right. All right. Um, you guys keep traveling. At some point, this little Velocir- Velociraptor creature has uh, stopped following, and it doesn't... Uh, you see the the tall grass kind of ends after about an hour and a half of travel, and it doesn't leave that. You guys keep moving forward, but you would have noticed that, oh, it's it's not moving past this area. So what do you guys do? Try something real quick. I am going to grab a piece of the rope or string, whatever I have, and tie it to one of my rations. Take out Jarrell's wands and tie the rope to that and use it as almost like a little fish bait thing to kind of like trail the bait along us. Or the rations behind us to try to bait him to follow us. If that makes sense. Um, you uh, toss it out, and how? So, how many feet from where the field ends? How many feet are you going to try and uh, bait him out from? Um, I mean, I'm not going to make it too long. Like maybe ten foot from me. Ten so feet? okay, yeah. uh, now I'll go up to like towards the edge to kind of like fish it get in him near it. Yeah, and then like drag it out. And yeah, uh, you pull him. Uh, make a dexterity check as the minute food gets tossed in, it's running after it. Okay. Ooh, nice. Great uh, dexterity is 17. 17 contested. Which modifier? Uh, it was a plus two. Plus two? Yeah. Oh, so that's total? Plus two. Yeah. Oh, this is a. This is a 15 plus two. Oh, this is a raw 17 plus more. Okay. Um, it quickly bites the rations and has it in its jaw now, uh, wanting the food, and begins to fight and pull against on the string. You're like, oh, 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 we got one over here. We got one over here. And, like, I'll try to fish him out. Uh, make a contested strength pull as you go to yank on this. <laughs> Ooh, two. 
<laughs> As you go to pull, you feel the wand go out of your hand and it grabs uh, the ration and starts to scatter off into the field a little bit. The wand goes trailing off too? Yep, it goes trailing off. Can I uh, make whatever, what you deserve. whatever call it is to see if it'll respond to the call of the creature? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's like, don't even roll. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is it. A... Like to DM there for a second. Oh my god. Oh, Let yeah. him roll. Let yeah, him roll. Advantage. Let advantage. Him roll. Advantage. Um. <laughs> I'll let you do. Uh. Deception or persuasion, your choice with advantage. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. We got a. Uh... It wasn't just the noise; it was the face. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. You see, as uh, it is in the field, the head pokes out at the call. Goes Ow! as it pokes its head out. The wand is over at the foot of the uh, tall grass. Uh, the string leading into it. It's poking its head out and looking back at you. Call again. It, it, it's looking at you. It, it starts to walk its way over. The st- the wand is at the side of the uh, tall grass. It's walking over to you now. As it's trying to like butt up on you and kind of like rub against your side now. And I, I like, so I'll move a little bit further up and see if it'll still kind of come with. Howard, I don't know if you want to grab the wand at this point, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I'll wait until like, it passes by close enough where I can just go down and grab the wand without scaring him. All right. Make stealth check as you sneak up to snatch this wand. Fifteen. You creep up on this, uh, on the wand, trying not to startle the bird as you pass by it to cause a scene. Uh, and as you go to grab for the wand, it uh, the rope goes and snakes into the tall grass. Well, three foot tall grass. You see it go and be pulled into the field. So something else took it. Supposedly. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's what you stupid wand. I'm going to just turn around a little bit frustrated and regroup. All right. Is Vicky still with us at this point? Is she kind of uh, uh, broken out of the uh, staying trapped in the uh, tall grass? Um, she, uh, after seeing at some point, she, uh, the, the, he has uh, ascertained that you are not uh, giving back the proper calls. It has now made its way back on way back in. Seeing uh, the wand and almost hearing a call, kind of as if it is being called to to something. You can see it kind of perk its head up as if being responsive, and it starts to trot back off into the tall grass now. We keep moving on. Your guys call? Yeah, we can keep going. Nah, Don't want following it. You're going after it? Yeah. Uh, Got it. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you, are you still riding me? Am I like? No, I'm jumping right off. 
All right, cool. Sick. I'm gonna roll this dice for it. So you run into the tall grass. Not only am I running the tall grass, I'm casting mirror image, so there's lots of me in the tall grass. Sweet, three of Although you. Only one of me is pushing. Yeah, so only one of them goes pushing through, and you guys can now see there is a weaving, uh, passing through. Um, Finks, you go running, make a and perception check with disadvantage as all the tall is this is you are shorter than this grass and you're pushing through this trying to run through uh looking for where this creature went off to wow i actually did really well 18 is my low number um okay what are you guys all doing while he's running (laughs) howard's gonna be like oh there goes the goblin (laughs) i'm going to follow him you go to follow him Yes, uh, I'm going to dash and follow him. All right, so the grass is three feet tall. Are you running above the grass, kind of like standing up? Yeah. Okay. I'll say you can't see Finks when he tucks into it. This fa- The grass is thick, and you can roughly see where his body is moving and weaving around. You can't okay. see him directly, okay? Yeah. Um, about 50 feet into the tall grass, Remus, you lose a beat on Finks. On him, on his passage. Thanks. You begin running, and the tall grass is beginning to get taller and taller around you. And as you break through, you are looking at a spring oasis. And behind you is a magical forest where there is no tall grass. There are multiples of these little velociraptor creatures jumping into the pond in the little oasis area, swirling and swimming around. Wow. Um, do, do I recognize the one I was chasing? Yes, you could see it uh, now running up to the top where there is a... You're looking at uh, the oasis. It's a pond. It's not a pond. It's more like a, like a little spring pool that is... 50 feet in size um, with a couple larger boulders, uh, five feet tall boulders that are stacked up in various positions. So people, so uh, they're hopping up on amongst them and trapping up and you can see this water falling from the top of it and hitting down. And there's no, seems to be no source of water coming from the top, from where it's being fed through. It's just ever pouring in and they're jumping in and you see the one at the very top. And Jumps into the pool. It swims its way around. Comes up. Its coat all glistening. Shakes it clean. Um, You notice all of these creatures are all vibrantly different in colors. Uh, Some are done in shades of green with uh, speckled blue feathers. And other ones are done uh, all completely pink with uh, spots of black polka dot feathered looking ones. Okay. Are there any uh, big ones or obvious leaders? Mm-mm. They all seem very scattered. They all are uh, very similar in size and shape, though. None stick out. All right. Well, I'm going to go approach the, the one I followed in. Okay. And kind of like, uh, I don't even know how to, I want to let it lead me where it wants to take me. Um, you, you approach it as it pops out of the spring. Uh, it it nudges up against you, kind of uh, picking up on your scent and, runs up to the top of the spring 
Uh, and it is a 15 foot drop into the water as it looks as, uh, I don't know if you followed up, but you see it look down, look over at you and it hops into the water, swims around, comes up and does it again. It's just, no, it's at the pool and wants to jump off and into the water. It's playing. Oh man. So are there any, like, um, I don't even know. Is, is there anything like keeping this, this, part of the forest here is is are they drawn to like a certain like uh, idol or anything like that no you and, and looking around the forest now is heavy thick pine trees wooded area it's not where you were i will say okay. this forest is different and you can see weird uh make perception check as you look around i'll say by this point um remus what do you do noticing that you can't spot Finks. So I got a 13. You see little pixies and little like little sprite looking uh, like uh, neon lit little bugs and little maybe like fairies floating and buzzing around in collections and colonies off in the distance in one direction. You see a herd of centaur running past by far off in the distance. Anything that would speak common? Uh, to my knowledge. Not, not to your knowledge of here. Make a history check. If you want to take a guess of where you are, if you don't have an idea. That's a five. No, you don't know where you're at. You're definitely not Kansas anymore. <laughs> um, what do you guys do? This is, uh, if you didn't instantly respond to not seeing Finks, let me know. Well, I, I mm-hmm. wasn't sure if I, how, how far away were uh, Howard and Azov from me? Mm, if they stayed where they're at, they are rough, we're looking 50 feet away from where you would have, where you would so have entered, w- where you would have entered. And then you probably went another 25 feet or so. And then you Fair. lost him. I guess I would keep going the direction I think he would go. Like, I'd try and get lower to see if there was any sort of breaks or anything. How low do you get? Like, below the grass line. All right. You begin to get low and kind of start hunched over and start running through, uh, kind of just kind of crawling and kneeing your way in and shorting it. And... Same time, this grass begins to get thicker and tougher and taller. And even as you begin to stand up, it's now above your height. Huh. Do you go forward still or are you backing out? No, I keep going. You keep going. And just as where you start thinking about Finks, you pop out through this uh, tall grass. You're like, whoa, turning around quickly. You're looking at a pine forest. Huh. And... You're looking at an oasis pool. Roughly about an hour has gone by, Finks. Okay. For you. Um, are they just playing still? They're not doing yeah, anything? They're, they are, they, these are just little critters that have been playing. They are just enjoying themselves. Okay. Looking down at the ground, too, walking in and kind of taking it in. Uh, the ground kind of where, where uh, you step, the grass kind of almost reacts to it as if it's partially alive, but not in an a aggressive way just this place radiates creativity and life and difference 
Is there um, anything in the pool? I'm trying to like peer down to the bottom and see if I can see anything in there, any passages or items. Uh, the pool is 20 feet deep, and it is just uh, like a, 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 a deep, shallow, the ground is just a, a, a stony, patched earth ground at the bottom of it. There's no passages, just crystal clear water, though. You could see all the way directly to the bottom. See, you see different, uh, like, bigger stones, thicker stones, some boulders, too, that are deeper, or that are, like, kind of more of at the base and kind of offset to the side. Um, but no uh, passages or anything. So here's what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I want to fix my spells. I think that takes a long rest to to change what I prepared for the day. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. All right, I'm going to start doing that, and I'm going to take one of my third-level spells and replace it with tongues, which basically allows a creature I touch to understand languages. Okay. I'm going to start preparing that while they're kind of playing. Okay, you start preparing that. Howard and Azoth. uh... Um, The moment I noticed Remus, like, duck down into the grass and start crawling, I would have started walking into the field and just kind of following. Okay. You kind of walk into the field, start following into the same direction. Mm-hmm. Ducking a little bit to make your way in. Uh, do you duck? I don't want to assume you do. Um, eventually, when I notice that I can't find Remus anymore. Yeah. So, you, again, same thing happens with you. Uh, you duck and begin to um, make your way through and again the this grass begins to become taller and outreached beyond your sight and you stand up now and you're pushing through and just as you're about to break through you hear a voice just kind of hit you in your head ah i didn't think i'd be seeing you well if you find me you owe me a wand and you break through You don't know what gave that to you, but something spoke to you. Interesting. You push through, um, and you now see Remus, who, uh, real quick, Remus, what would you do while you're there, while you're seeing Finks with this pool and these creatures jumping and diving in? There's roughly 20 20 of these uh, creatures. I'd probably walk up to Finks cautiously and ask him what's going on. Or if he knows where we are. We're somewhere special, and I'm doing what I can to communicate, but I'm going to need some time. All right. If you want to go back and find the others and let them know I'm safe, you can do that. If you want to wait here with me, you can do that too. But I don't think we should leave just yet. I want to at least watch for a little bit to see what's going on here first before I leave you again. Okay. I'll continue my preparations continue preparations you pop out how uh you guys are waiting for about three hours and howard pushes his way through uh it is now starting to hit a twilight time um whether or not that many hours has passed through actually but you can see that the atmosphere is now at this uh dusk the sun is almost setting, but not fully coming to a complete set. But you do sense a, uh, a moon has, has begun to rise in one distance. As you break through this uh, tall grass, 
again, spinning around, no tall grass to be seen, but now a giant pine forest with a oasis uh, watered spring with these creatures jumping in and swimming around and playing and running up on these stones and jumping back in. You see Finks is sitting down, uh, minding to himself, uh, kind of pining over his possessions as he's uh, in th- deep in thought, as you ha- have seen him do in preparation to his deity. I'm going to turn back around and see if I walk like in the same area where I just came from, if it's like a portal out. How far, how far are you willing to walk? before what's up i'll go quite a bit until i realize that either finks or remus are starting to get out of my line sight and then i'll stop and turn back towards them you walk roughly 150 feet if not less oh you tell me uh into this pined forest that isn't super dense but there's roughly a pine tree which you're looking up 50, 60, 70, who knows how tall uh, reaching. You can see the night sky above it in between parts of the trees' openings. Um, There are these large, massive uh, pine trees that their width is 30 30 feet in length, uh, 30 30 feet in width as you're walking between and uh, around, around about 150 feet. Make perception check. 18. 18. Uh, you hear a far off distant uh, getting softer as something is stomping away, perhaps. Hmm. That can't be good. I'm going to make my way back towards Sphinx and Remus. Turn back around. You hear uh, throughout the noises, you hear uh, the buzzing of bees and little uh, fairies and little critters and stuff zipping around in the, in the, above in the treetops too. There are fireflies starting to come out of between the trees, start to light, and you start to see them flicker on and around. It's still also dusk as the light begins to get darker, but yet still have this pinkish hue to the air. Azoth, they have been gone. Finks would have been about 10 minutes. Remus is about five minutes. Howard's about two minutes out. Um, and I've noticed like the talk, like no movement in the grass. Like there's yeah. no to stop. Now with your perception, yeah, no, you're looking. Right. They, they're out. Cool. Um, do you want to go to Imperial City still? <laughs> I'm I'm going to um, I'm going to wedge myself up against a tree okay. that's uh, nearby. I'm not going to go in. Uh, I'm going to sit down, and while I'm waiting, I am going to um, I'm going to is it here? I'm going to cast my voodoo ritual, converse with the spirits. Okay. I'm going to attempt to get a hold of Jarrell. Okay. Ooh. Let me pull up your character sheet real quick. Is this in the notes? Uh, features and traits. Just in uh, right above racial traits. 
Issues and traits. Racial traits. Okay. Voodoo ritual. Okay. Voodoo ritual. Grant you supernatural ability. Okay. Um, you're going to converse with the spirits. So you're going to cast uh, Speak with the Dead as, t- as a 10 minute ritual. Um, all right. So if you do it this way, you do not need a corpse, but the spirit must be willing to communicate with you. Okay. So uh, you want to cast a Speak with the Dead mm-hmm. spell? I do. I'm going to talk with Jarrell. Because we've had no beef together. He doesn't really know me. Um, all right. So how do, you per, how do you start to perform this ritual to you? Um, I will sit down and I will reach into my bag of bones that do not have the spells on them. And I will throw them out on the ground and uh, ask the spirits to uh, bring me Jarrell. Okay. Um, as you take the time to begin to cast this and call upon the spirits, uh, trying to resonate with the ancient properties of the uh, oak tree that once uh, gave you a new chance, communing with it, uh, you reach out towards the dead. And you do not connect with anything. You don't know why. It could be that it's not dead. The creature, possibly soul or spirit is taken elsewhere and is occupied and may not speak with you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I'm just going to hang out then. Okay. going to hang out. How long do you want to hang out for? Um, it's still daytime, right? Yeah. It's uh, roughly probably around noon. Noon? About half day. Uh, probably no, by now we'll say two o'clock. Two midday. Um, I will hang out for about uh, uh, until <laughs> starting to be like nightfall. Okay. I'll kind of just put my feet up and kind of just, you know, hang out, relax. Awesome. And with that, guys, we're going to pick up there next week uh, as Azoth begins to take a pack up for the night and just kind of basically try and do a night's watch waiting for the return of his companions. They are... At this oasis, Fink's in meditation uh, in the process to obtain a new spell or swap out a spell after a long rest. Remus and Howard, before we wrap up tonight and we take a pause there, is there anything that you would do? I would let Remus know and Fink's as well, too, um, of the giant sounds in the distance. So we might want to find a way out of here as soon as we can. And also, um, possibly Jarrell might not be dead. 
Well, we didn't see his body, so... You didn't hear his voice, just so you know. Oh, it wasn't his voice. No, it was not his voice. No. Okay, never mind. No. This was a charming, charismatic, um, super, I think, uh, shopkeeper, extravagant, uh, kind of a cheerful, like, please come and get me if you can, uh, persona. Okay. But uh, not well, Jarrell's. The, the owner of the wand is apparently here. And, um, well, first of all, fuck that wand. He was a total douche. But um, I do am curious about finding this owner and maybe getting one of my own. Huh. I'm going to study this dagger some more. I can't tell if it's actually worthless or I just don't know anything about it. Okay. Mm. I'm, no, I'm, that's what I'm telling these guys, and I'll I'll probably ask Howard to see if it's magic or anything, or if Finks can check that out. I'm mostly ignoring the two of them. He's ignoring <laughs> me. Never mind. Yeah, I mean I can yeah. check it, but I don't have a uh, identify or anything on it. So that's okay. Um, if you wish to make a check, I'll let you make a check. Okay. It's up to you. Uh, just like an Arcana check, or what? Sure, I'm make an Arcana check. Uh, that's a. Uh, 16. 16? Uh, nothing magical coming from this. I don't seem to get any kind of magical vibe from it. Sad. It might just be a decorated piece. I think it is, too. Oh, well. Till then, guys. We'll pick up there next week. Thank you so much for my players. Uh, we'll see where our players currently have found themselves wandered off to. With this watering hold oasis in the middle of a pine forest. Somewhere far, somewhere definitely not uh, near Azoth, chilling by this tree near the tall grass. Pick up there next week. I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony Mullen. Thank you so much, everyone. If you're watching in still, if you're listening in, I appreciate this. Uh, you do so much for us. Please share this, enjoy this, uh, enjoy the show, and recommend a friend to it if you would for us. I'm going to let my players sign off and make sure you check them out and their content through social media. Mark Azoth, where can I catch you, man? Catch Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth, and you can catch me on Instagram at the dot mark, at the dot mark dot 716. Yeah, um, yeah. Catch him. Mark did this wonderful Fabala 5 logo that is above us over here. It is a killer. Uh, I love it. I was like, oh, yeah, man, sure, if you want to whip something up, cool. And then I got this kick-ass piece of art. I love it. It's beautiful. And it is the party needed this. Uh, so if you are looking to commission him out, I'm sure he has a commission list of sorts that he could work with you. Uh, up next, Danny. Let's let them know. Uh, Danny Chavez, you can follow me on where am I? Facebook and Instagram, Rathink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Um, you can also check out Howard on Twitter uh, at Podcasters H, because uh, Twitter dropped the Howard part for whatever reason. And then also uh, me and Anthony do our little side gig underneath the Podcasters umbrella, Roll for Wisdom, where we like to discuss nerdy things about D&D. So check us out there. Don't add us, though. Don't add us. Yes, we are not professionals, so mm-hmm. don't add us. Uh, Finks, let them know. You can find Finks at Twitter, um, at Podcasters Finks. You can add him, you know, if you want. 
he wouldn't. Um, but you can also find me on Instagram at Phoenix Forged, where I do my miniature painting. Sweet. Check him out. He's got some wicked uh, painting. He did some nice uh, resin work with a, what? what's the army that you're doing with the rat? It's oh, not the uh, rats. Demons of Zinch. Kind of like the, the evil wizard demons of the Warhammer universe. Nice. They look nice. I like the theme that you did and uh, inspired me to start trying to mess around with a little bit of resin and water effects. It's really cool. Um, but check his work out, follow him, show him support. And finally, to sign off with us, uh, Remus, our favorite rogue. Ricky, what's up? Um, I'm Ricky Coates. I play Remus, the Soul Knife Rogue on Podcasters. You can find Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rick underscore Coates. Uh, that's, that's it. That's all I got go. today. Well, guys, uh, make sure, please go on over there, follow them, hit up our Teespring. Link is below. Purchase the shirt. Help support the stream. Help support the YouTube uh, YouTube uh, page. We like to put out more content on a more uh, ready to uh, ready consistency. So if you do that, it'll help us do that. So you know, you help us out, we help you out. Till then, yeah. guys. Yeah. Keep rolling. <laughs>